And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends. Welcome back, dude, to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive, feel the hype, spread the hype, etc, dude, etc. But a bit of administration off the top, May 12 and 14 at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Friday, May 14 was sold out, and then Gladys called me personally and said, Bill, we're going to add another 30 tickets. And I said, fuck me, Gladys, the customer service in this state is unbelievable. I mean, I didn't even vote for you. And look at this. Look at the personal touch I'm getting from our premier. Okay? So Gladys has added 30 tickets. Bloody get, a- get around them. Dude, this, uh, this Friday show is going to absolutely fucking crank. I thought it was going to crank 40 tickets ago. This thing is going to crank, dude. Okay? So get around that. And uh, Wednesday will be good too. So see you there. Gladys in the front row. Let's get after it. Okay? Uh, but the weekend that was, dude... The weekend that was. The Easter long weekend might be my favorite long weekend of the year. Anzac Day is right up there. September long weekend. Uh, I want to say there's another one. Queen's birthday. The Queen's birthday is a great one because everyone knows it's fucking bullshit, you know? You know, Easter, Easter Monday, Easter Sunday, we all know what it's about. You know, we're all having a chocolate rabbit. Mum's cooking brunch. It's going, it's going off. But the Queen's birthday, you know, that's just one for the for the good guys. The, the Queen's birthday is just a little treat for our ancestors colonizing most of the planet. You know? My great 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 grandfather probably probably took over a couple of islands in the West Indies in the seventeen hundreds. And in exchange, we get the Queen's birthday off every year. You know? Long live the Commonwealth. But it's gotta be, without a doubt, the most irrelevant public holiday, but I'm here for it either way. I would like us to go down the Melbourne route and just make a public holiday out of stuff we like. You know, Melbourne Cup. I mean, it'd be nice to have a public holiday. Melbourne goes done. You know, AFL Grand Final. I mean, I'd like an extra day to get on the piss. Melbourne goes, don't worry, it's already sorted. You know, Tasmania has all sorts of days. Wednesday, I think, uh, not Wednesday, West Australia, I should say. That's a, that's a weird mix up, that one. Uh, dude, West Australia has Labor Day. Sydney, we're too elite. We're grinding too hard, I feel. I'd like to see at least one, maybe two more public holidays added to our calendar. Uh, but Easter long weekend, it's the fourth day that really gets you there. This was, without a doubt, the longest long weekend I've ever had. And it was because I went out on the Thursday. That's how you really take it to the long weekend, okay? A lot of people come home from work and put the feet up. And they look forward to the long weekend on the Thursday. What have I told you it's already started? What have I told you you're in the long weekend? It's begun. Okay? So I went out Thursday night till like 3am. Now I'm on the front foot. Before the long weekend's even started, I've already got a circuit under my belt. Okay? Now I'm in control. Now I have the options. Okay? Whereas if you get your 10 hours in on Thursday night... You wake up Friday morning, you're looking down the barrel of three on the trot to get the most out of your long weekend. Uh, But yeah, Easter long weekend, it's a great one. Um, I got to say, I did not buy my family any Easter eggs. Mum was none too pleased, but I thought we were sort of... Is that still a thing? Once you're freaking... 
you know, I'll get my sister Easter eggs when she's like 14, but once you turn 18, I mean, I had a couple at lunch on the day. Is this a thing? Are we still getting each other Easter eggs? I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll go up to Woolies now and, and get some now that they're about 95% off. I feel like it's probably lacking the personal touch mummy's looking for, but I don't know. I thought we were sort of past this as a family, the whole Easter egg thing. And then Jenny Darcy delivers once again. You know, I got a rabbit and 12 eggs. Nothing for her in return. So, I don't know. Apparently, I've dropped the ball on another holiday, which I thought we sort of had... I thought the Darcys, as a clan, we'd, we'd, we'd move past Easter, you know? But apparently not. So, i got to get up to Woolies after this and get mum whatever fucking Aldi brand Easter egg is left over. But yeah, drop the ball big time, Darcy. Dropped the ball big time. But, dude, this Thursday night, I will say the enemy of the pod, Pat Doherty, has returned to Sydney. Uh, he went to Canberra for a year. If you're not familiar, if you're newer to the pod, Pat Doherty, uh, he's a slippery snake of a man. He's like a snake dipped in oil. And he's manipulative and he'll slither in all sorts of places to get what he wants. Uh, he moved to Canberra for a year. Uh, he was telling people he got a job down there during the pandemic. I know for a fact he was asked to leave. Um, he was doing some sort of an illegal fish black market. I don't know what he got into uh, in the inner west, but he was selling snapper for the same price as Flathead. Very bizarre. So he was kicked out of the city for this illegal fish market. And, you know, where do people who've got nothing nothing left go? They go to the nation's capital. They go to Canberra. Uh, so Pat was down there doing some sort of weird shit. I don't know. Being, being creepy, being slippery, you know, just, just sliding around town. Sometimes they'd say, uh, Pat would, he wouldn't, he wouldn't walk to go get a coffee. He'd slither there, you know, and it's just uncomfortable. You got this guy in a freaking in a onesie on a Sunday morning, slithering down to his local cafe. Dude, the dude's a straight up creep. I'll say that. And, uh, He's the enemy of the pod. He's a, allegedly a comedian. I mean, hasn't done comedy in God knows how long. Down in Canberra, they, they value some things, but I can assure you it's not the arts. It's definitely not the arts. Um, yeah, so I don't know. He went down there, took a job, sold out, came back. And uh, yeah, he's back in town. So look forward to trashing him a lot more on the pod. Um I'll be honest, I forgot I forgot he existed for a few months there, as I'm sure many of us did. Uh, but enemy enemy of the pod, Pat Doherty, has returned. I'm look I, I'm looking at having some guests on the pod soon. I bought two mic cables. I'm just yet to buy the microphones, uh, which could it could be argued they're the most important part. But I don't know which ones to get. So yeah, we're still working on that. But I've got the cables. I'm halfway there. Okay. And yeah, so looking to have some guests in at this rate, by the time I buy the microphones, then work out how to use them, 2023, early 2023 for some guests. Uh, look forward to that. So Pat returned to town on Thursday. We do a gig. We went out and about. It's unbelievable. Uh, having a great time. Shock. Pat got too drunk and got kicked out of the pub. He said he left of his own volition. 
uh, I don't know. Personally, when I walk out of a pub freely, I don't have some Samoan guy with his hand on my collar. That's just me. That's just how I walk when I want to walk somewhere and no one's forced me to do it. Uh, but Pat believes he was, uh, he was escorted out. We know he was kicked out. Uh, we know he went to Canberra and now he can't drink with the big boys anymore here in Sydney in the Harbour City. So good to have him back and uh, keep an eye out for him slithering his way around town. Um, but dude, my, my long weekend, I tried to, uh, I got like late inspiration. I tried to book a holiday for Friday, Saturday night on the Friday, Friday morning, Easter long weekend. I'm just, I'm on Google, just going, get me the fuck out of Sydney, dude. I just had the, I just had the urge. I realized everyone I know is leaving for the weekend and I just felt like a bit of a loser for staying in Sydney and I haven't been on a trip in a couple of months and I just got a, just got super itchy to leave. Um, I'll say this, Easter long weekend, book ahead. <laughs> book ahead, dude. Uh, I was bloody, like literally, I reckon there was not a room or tent space or or bench available in the great state of New South Wales. Uh, I was I was calling people up, just having... Just having motel owners in fucking Ulladulla laugh at me on the other end of the phone. Hey, just wondering if you have a room available for the next two nights. Ah, what? Is this a prank? Is this April Fool's prank? I was like, no, I just wanted to get away and relax. I'm glad my mental health is so funny to you, Amir. But anyway, yes, yeah, so I was not able to book a room. I love an impromptu trip as well. Like, if you just, if I'm free and you say, Bill, fly to Brisbane. Like, I don't know. There's something worth doing here. I'll do it. Okay, I love a last-minute trip. And I had that energy. I thought, I'm going to find a room. I'm going to pull this off. We're going to go away. It's going to be sick. Um, And I was honestly, like, on the phone for about two hours trying to find a room. And I got super determined. And then I remembered you could just give up. Sometimes I think you forget you can just give up on things. And I forgot for a little while there, maybe about an hour. And then I thought, oh, fuck this. I can just give up. And I quit. And my day really went up from there. I got to say, I was super hungover Friday. Um, I ate meat on Friday as well. I'm Catholic, so I shouldn't be doing that. Nan's fucking haunting me from heaven. You know, I'm all over the shop. I'm trying to book a room in Ulladulla for some reason. I'm nowhere on Friday, okay? Forget about it. Um, so, Maxo Relaxo Friday. Saturday, though, it, we're back. We're back in a big way. I thought we need to do something different, you know? I've, I could see myself just going to the same pub every night for three nights. I thought we need some variety. Variety is the spice of life, okay? And... So, we still got a fair amount of magic mushrooms left. So, me, Macro and Adzi took the magic mushrooms and went to the Museum of Contemporary Art. And this is... Last time when I spoke on the pub... Uh, on the pod, I should say, about the magic mushrooms, I said we had a laugh. They were fun. I want you to take that and just delete that recording. Okay? Just fucking erase it from existence. Don't even worry about that. That was a freaking... That was a light cigarette compared to what we had happened to us on the weekend. Jesus Christ, dude. I don't know if drinking beers 
like stalls how much these things affect you or what because last time we had like eight beers before we took the mushrooms this time we were stone cold i don't know what the fuck was different i mean maybe we took a bit more a spoiler alert we took way too much okay we took way too much um we stopped into the pub outside uh the museum we're at the oldest pub in sydney fortune of war oldest pub in sydney in darling harbour having a pint um how's this for a mugging we're outside one of the the chicks who uh works at the bar immediately comes over and goes oh hey you'll need some sun cream just to me doesn't offer any to macca and adzi then i put the sun cream on and she takes it away like that's how pale i am apparently this this chick who worked at this pub was like if i let this poor young irish man sit in the sun for another 10 minutes he's gonna burn to a crisp you know be covered in melanomas by lunchtime so she runs over she's like oh my god do you want an umbrella you're so brave for coming out of the sun i was like i honestly was like pretty grateful because she was right i was about to burn but yeah just an absolute mucking and then like i go are you gonna offer them any sun cream and she goes nah they'll be all right and it was quite hurtful i got a bit of a tan you know sort of come on dude uv rays have a run at me i'm invincible dude i'm straight up invincible um but yeah so i get mugged off by that chick at the pub we we take the mushrooms go for a little walk around the harbor and then we go right these things are kicking in one admission please and the museum of contemporary art if you live in sydney is free get on down there i mean it is a crazy place and i gotta say it gets pretty fucking full on pretty quickly okay so we're seeing all sorts of shit and the artwork starts moving around and i gotta say a lot of it is pretty fucking scary i'm not gonna paint you a story of roses of rainbows and everyone's licking each other having a great time a lot of the afternoon we were absolutely terrified okay there was there was like it was a lot of indigenous art which was really cool um i don't know i was like talking to one painting for like 15 minutes stuff's moving in and out there's fractal patterns going everywhere and this is like half an hour in so we're like jesus christ here we go one one exhibit was absolutely terrifying it was all these like floating medieval figures in cloaks and they all had different animal heads it was like fucking lord of the rings or some shit dude dude i'm tripping on the on these mushies i turn a corner there's like an eight foot mouse in like these medieval robes and, and it's got black eyes it's fucking i almost cried it's the scariest thing i've ever seen in my life and these and i mean a lot of the museum i gotta say they don't encourage you to take psychedelics but it seems like a lot of the museum is set up for people on psychedelics we watched like a, a five minute video of like a cricket like like a cricket like a grasshopper dancing now you can't tell me that was made for sober people i mean <laughs> what we're watching this cricket i mean shit is going everywhere at one point we there was four chairs set up in a circle we didn't know we wanted to sit down because we were exhausted from the from freaking i mean you can't even look at a wall without seeing people dancing and shit it was just relentless this experience so we want to sit down but we didn't know if these four chairs were chairs or if they were art so we just waited for five minutes they were set up in a circle 
They seemed like normal chairs, but I don't know. So we ended up, we were too scared to sit on them. We just moved on. No sitting down for us. Uh, but yeah, so we, at this point, dude, I, I got to say, I'm starting to freak out a fair bit. It's just like a million times more intense than our last experience. And we're seeing, like last time I wouldn't say I tripped that much. This time, I'm seeing all sorts of shit, dude. I mean, you can't look at a wall without seeing freaking fractal patterns everywhere and figures moving around moving around it's just crazy so so we go let's go out to the cafe on the roof and get some fresh air but the thing is dude we thought we were just tripping because we were in the museum but then we go out to the cafe and it's just relentless (laughs) like you try to look at the floor and have two minutes off now the floor's going nuts you know it's just fucking relentless tripping couldn't stop um but we went into another floor the second floor we went on was a lot less terrifying. It was just like super fun. They had like this thing that was drawing these fractal patterns with like carbon dioxide making it. I don't know. Um, but that was cool. Um, we went into this one thing where it was like this charcoal wall with all different patterns. And dude, we must have been in there with like for like 45 minutes. I mean, we were just basically watching Netflix on the wall at this stage. Like, I'm just looking at, like, pretty much a blank wall with some charcoal on it. And I'm watching fucking Lord of the Rings Extended Edition, dude. It is just going nuts on this wall. So, it was just a crazy afternoon. Anyway, so then we we get the thing, 15 minutes to go. So then we we do a little farewell tour in the museum, which was so fun. We're just tripping our balls off. I'm walking in going, thank you. Like, we walk past the chairs from, like, two hours earlier someone sitting on them we're like oh they were chairs the whole time you know walk past the mouse guy give him a high five watch the dancing cricket again at one point we're in this little cinema watching this movie it was us three just out of our minds and then two like 70 year old korean women and that was crazy i don't even know what was going on in there but yeah that was oh just a wild afternoon but then here comes the trouble. So we get kicked out of the museum at 5pm and Adzi is literally kicked out. He refuses to leave. Um, now, we didn't think of this. So we leave the museum. We go, oh, it should be wearing off soon. It's not wearing off, okay? Now it's Easter Saturday, Darling Harbour, Sydney, the busiest part of the city, the trendiest, coolest part on like the busiest weekend of the year. We're still tripping our fucking tits off. Now, this is bad news bear. Like... Everyone is, like, tattooed up, coked out of their minds. People are tackling each other in front of us. Fucking terrifying, dude. We try to get into a couple of pubs, but no one will let us in because we're so fucked. Um, All we want to do is just sit in a quiet pub and have a schooner and just ride this out. No one will let us in. There was, like, a reggae festival at one point that we tried to go into. I asked a bouncer who was not letting us in. I said, well, what's that over there? He said, and... It was like all black people. And like this guy, I won't repeat it on the pod, but just (laughs) super racist for no reason. He was like, oh, over there, they're just bloody, just threw out a couple of the the more racist sentences you'll hear. I'm on mushrooms. I'm like, oh, dude, I don't need this. So I go over to the reggae festival. I go, I'll show this guy. I bet these guys are absolute legends. And um, we were not let into the reggae festival. Uh, The bouncers at the reggae festival were some of the scariest humans I've ever come across. Um, they were all just roided out of their minds. I put my name down. They said they were going to call me when, um, 
because they were at capacity. Looking back, I, I don't believe they intended to call me at all. But, you know, we're on mushrooms. We're trying to get into, like, the busiest, coolest bars in Sydney. We're too scared to get an Uber. It's just a nightmare, dude. We took turns trying to, like, take the lead on these, um, on, on getting into these pubs. Like, Maka goes up to one guy, and the guy just goes, nah. <laughs> and that was the end of that, you know? So, we're walking around Darling Harbour. We're still tripping. There's hot people everywhere. I don't know, one guy said we could come in, and then I, look, I go look at my phone to sign in on the Service New South Wales app. This fucking, I mean, I'm trying to, like, your phone's the worst thing you could look at in this situation. There's shit going on everywhere. I just, after five minutes, I said, that's okay, don't worry about it. I, I couldn't log in. The, the keyboard was moving. It was just a nightmare. So we finally get into this pub. Get into the Glenmore. Great pub. Overlooks the harbour. Very trendy, very busy. All the chicks there have fake tits. All the guys have neck tattoos. It's just a terrifying time. I, I'd be uncomfortable even if I, if I was not on mushrooms. So we get in there. I order three beers for us. And that was, without a doubt, the scariest interaction I've ever had in my life. Um, we get three beers. We stand at a table for the next half an hour and just fight off panic attacks like our life depends on it. <laughs> Horrendous. Um, I call my sister. I was like, fuck, I think you're going to have to pick us up, to be honest, because... I don't know how we're going to get the fuck out of here. And my sister's such a snitch. She immediately puts me on on speaker. She's like, oh, mom, Billy's taking too many mushrooms. He's freaking out in the city. Mom's like, oh, my God, Billy, what are you doing? It's like, don't be a snitch, you know? But we, we go, we go right. We got to leave. This is just fucking horrifying, this experience. Like, we're having five minutes where it's fun. And then five minutes where it's just fucking terrifying. And it's back and forth. And then we go, right, we got to leave. So we go into the bathroom to take a piss before we leave. And I just, I get my head above water for a second. I was Billy D again. And I thought, fucking hell, lads, this isn't too bad. I think we're on the home straight here. So we ended up finding another part of the pub that was a lot quieter. And we had a few schooners still just melting, but slowing down slightly. Then, God, just as this day, I mean, this day just... Just a relentless day. We get in this Uber to go home. And we're still pretty fucked. And this Uber driver is the most fascinating bloke I've ever met in my life. This guy, this guy's name was Gary. He was worth $385 million. Lost it all in one day during the global financial crisis. And we're still kind of, the mushies are still there or thereabouts. He's telling us the craziest stories. He's mates with Forbes from Forbes magazine. Mates with Tiger Woods. Knows Dick Cheney. He's showing us these crazy photos. Like, it's just going nuts. I mean, I don't know what's going on. This guy's telling us, without a doubt, the craziest stories. He's best friends with Matthew Riley, the author. Just crazy, dude. Just absolutely insane. We're listening to these stories, and it's just relentless. Just a relentless afternoon. Craziest afternoon ever. We got out of there alive, thank God. We went back. First person we see at our local pub is our neighbor who sold them to us, sold the mushrooms to us. And we're just like, oh my God, thank God. If there's anyone on the planet we wanted to see, it was this guy. And we're just like, oh, a familiar face at long last. Uh, we feel like, we felt like we'd just been to Mordor and back. It was just a traumatizing yet exhilarating yet super fun day. Highly recommend taking mushrooms and going to the art museum, dude. Oh my God. 
just an insane experience. So much fun. I'm not going to recommend what amount to take because it's it's pretty obvious to me we took too much. Um, But I'd say maybe two-thirds of what we took. And we weren't exactly measuring this shit out. You know, we just had a bag and it was fucking... It was just handfuls, you know. We are just taking handfuls of this stuff. So... I don't really know much about it, but I, I was happy to participate and it was a fucking wild day. Just a wild time. Okay, so this week, Trend End returns. And dude, we got to end some trends. Um, going to knock over two today. Firstly, I got to say Trend End, keep the submissions coming. Getting a lot of good submissions for Trend End. Can only do sort of one or two a week, so, you know, don't worry if I if I don't do yours, it's in the bloody back catalog um but yeah trend end if you want to trend ended dude i'll end that trend okay that's what we do on trend end and uh <laughs> but yeah dude so send him in um so one guy i gotta say he sent in um uh <laughs> he sent in he goes hey bill can we um can we can we end the trend of uh blokes uh getting hated on for liking female musicians because, like, any time I try to play a bit of Missy Higgins or Ruby Fields or something, all my mates bully the fuck out of me. And I, I just thought, oh, I don't know if that's a trend, dude. You might just have crap mates, eh? Um, I don't know. I fucking pretty much only play female artists and no one's ever said anything to me. So, I don't know. Maybe just stand up for yourself a bit more. <laughs> Poor guy. But, uh, dude, I'm right there with you. I love female artists. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that's a trend. But, uh, but yeah, keep bumping Missy Higgins, dude. She's the goat. So, send him in. But yeah, first one, um, I, this is a send-in from someone. Uh, I probably should have written it down. The uh, the double Instagram stories. Dude, we got to end this trend. By that I mean, and you know, I hate, to, I hate to bash one particular gender. Okay, I subscribe to all 33 of them and you're all as beautiful as the last. But I got to say, girls, you're probably leading the pack on this one. And by that, the double Instagram stories went like, you're at a bloody... You're at a breakfast, two people at a breakfast. One of them puts up an Instagram story of the of the other person or the breakfast, tags the other. Then we got to see it on the other person's feed. You know, they're best friends. So you probably know both of them. So we got, we got two photos in a row, the same photo. Usually absolutely no banter behind it. And then to top it all off, that first chick will sometimes repost the second chick's story on her story. So now we got a triple up of the same breakfast with really no content or anything interesting about it whatsoever. We got a triple up now. Okay? Uh it's got to stop. We got to end this trend. We we don't need to see this stuff twice. I mean, some people could argue we don't need to see it once. Okay? The reality is, I mean, how much coverage does a local breakfast need? Uh dude, I don't know. Maybe I'm old school. There'll be days and not every day Okay, but there will be days where I eat breakfast and don't post about it on social media. And I'm old school like that, okay? You know, usually I'll, I'll post my wheat picks. I'll say another great start to the day. Go get them, everyone. Happy Wednesday. But there will be days when I don't do it. And dude, like reposting. Okay, so I don't want to get my bloody lines crossed here, but reposting your story that that someone else it's when it's on someone else's story but it was originally your post then resharing that back on yours unless you're zinging them up with a comment over the top of it 
Um, like perfect example, if one of my mates tags me in a story or at a place, I might put it on my story, but then I'll put some text over the top saying, huh, this guy's a real loser. Or what about this nerd? Or this guy's just stupid, you know? Just zing him up, old school. You know, just zing him. Zing him hard. Zing him, zing him hard and fast. But if you're just reposting the exact same picture for the third time, we don't need that, okay? We do not need that. Um, I mean, just the amount of ego to have like three pictures of the same person. And like, I mean, come on. Calm the fuck on. Um, I'd like to see a rule on Instagram where they just flat out ban it. And uh, you know, they should have they they need a rule that you need to add to the uh add to the story. And while we're here, while we're here on this trend, when people post each other's stories back and forth and it gets to like six of them, okay, and you got like six stories tagged in each other and you're going back and forth in Instagram stories, I would say anything past three stories, that's a personal message at that point. Okay? Um that's a DM. You know, at this point, you're looking at probably like a group chat situation. We don't all need to know like the the inside banter at your family Easter. You know, oh, Uncle Kev's being racist again. It's like, I don't know Uncle Kev. Maybe I don't want to know. He sounds pretty racist. But, uh, dude, yeah, I don't know. We don't need to see everything four or five times, you know? And, yeah. So, I think we just got to end that trend. And uh, another thing is... um. When you're reposting this stuff, you know, the person who you're, who you're reposting it, they already know you're at the breakfast because you're with them. So you don't necessarily need to repost it. You can just say hi to them across the table, maybe even chat to them, you know, again, old school, but you could talk to the person you're at breakfast with. But dude, breakfast continues to lead the way. No one seems to give a fuck about lunch. Okay. And I got to say, I do love lunch, but, uh, but no one seems to give a fuck about lunch. And then... And then dinner's back on. And I don't know, dude. I, people have been ripping on posting. Like, it's like the number one hack stand-up joke. is po- Like, oh, posting your breakfast on, on social media. Who cares about that? It's like the number one hack joke for like the last 10 years. And yet people still continue to do it. So the trend continues. I'm happy with people posting their food. I don't really give a fuck. Um, it's more just cowards posting beverages when they're only having one for the day. That irks me. But yeah, we don't need to see the same Instagram stories twice. You don't need to repost it. Um, unless you're going to zing them over the top or add something to that beautiful content. So that's that's a trend we got to end, dude. Now, here's another one. Uh, this trend has got to be ended. Um, dude, rich guys having mullets. You know who you are. Dude, the mullet is a statement piece. And unless you're going to back up that statement, you shouldn't have it. Okay. Uh, it's a rebellious cut. Please don't get one if your dad's the head of Commonwealth Bank. Okay? Uh, I don't know with, the, with this whole mullets for mental health thing, if people are doing that, I don't really know much about that. But I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of private school kids living in freaking three, three-story beach houses coming out with a mullet. It's like you're not working class if you have oysters three times a week, okay? Just because you play rugby on the weekends and you did some weird shit on that last footy trip, you don't get to use the mullet, all right? If you've got R.M. Williams at age 15, you don't get to have a fucking mullet, dude, okay? Dude, we got background checks for guns and 
this sort of stuff, we need to start doing background checks for mullets. Because there are some serious imposters out there rocking these cuts. Dude, if you're going to wear a mullet, you need to be like the wildest guy at the party. I saw a guy with a mullet the other day. He was in the corner talking about bitcoins. It's like, dude, what happened? I got to confiscate the back of your head. Okay. If you bring up another freaking, another type of digital currency, I'm going to confiscate the back of your head. You can have it back when you fucking jump onto a table face first. Dude, that's how you should, before you, uh, before you get your mullet cut at the hairdressers, you should have to jump off a balcony onto a table and show the footage to the hairdresser. Prove it. Prove that you're getting this cut for the right reasons. But dude, I don't know. I saw a guy with a mullet drinking a fucking cider the other day, dude. A cider. What country are we living in where blokes are drinking ciders and have a mullet? Blokes with mullets should be beating up guys drinking cider. Okay? Now we got this weird fucking... This weird... uh, This new breed of bloke walking around where it's like... Oh yeah, I'm like a fucking no-nonsense country bloke. But also, I went to shore. My dad's a millionaire. You know, and I, and I live in fucking, I live in Mossman on the water, you know? Be here you are. What is this freaking, this imposter syndrome going around town? You can't just chuck on footy shorts and cut the side of your head off and become a new person. You got to be that person beforehand, all right? And it's just, it's not good. It's not good. And let me tell you, what am I going to do about it? Nothing. But blokes who actually have mullets for the right reasons, they'll be able to smell you. And they will beat the shit out of you, okay? Dude, you should at least have a criminal record before you get a mullet. Is that not too much to ask? And it, I would prefer it to be a violent crime. But we got, I, we got guys out here in marketing lectures with mullets. What? What? You know, guys studying law with a fucking mullet? No, no, no. You should be there putting the, putting the people with mullets away. Okay? The only time a lawyer should be hanging out with a guy with a mullet is if he's defending him. Okay? But we got this weird thing now, dude, with mullets where it's like a free-for-all. Guys are a mullet and a fucking shit earring away from, from thinking they're actually hard. I'm not here for it. Okay? I'm not here for it. If I see a guy with a mullet, he better be freaking sculling two beers at once or beating the shit out of me, dude. That's the Australia I live in. And I love it. I fucking love it. But yeah, that's a trend we got to end. Big time. And, uh, yeah. And it's just a lot of carry-on out there. But send in your trends. Yeah, that's probably the pod for this week. I hope the mushroom story was good. Send in your trends to end. Sydney Comedy Festival. May 12 and 14. May 14 has about 20 tickets left. Uh, May 12, plenty gonna be fun uh the friday will sell out in the next probably week or so so i'd say if you want to come to that you need to hurry up tag a friend in a facebook stand-up comedy video always helpful tell a friend about the pod if you see me out give me a high five what a time it is to be alive dude thanks for listening way too long way too long yeah and I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone Cause these people got me fucked up, yeah they got me way too wrong, way too wrong Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long Oh, 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 oh